And welcome to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Solyndra Buller, your host. Our guest today is Kevin Jackson, an elite certified teacher through the Center for Akashic Studies. He's a healer, a visionary, a practitioner that teaches four certification workshops along with a one-day workshop called Empowering the Akashic Lightworker. Having extensive experience of giving readings around the world, he continues helping others find a perspective from their soul level truth. His focus is always on transforming people from struggling with life to having an empowered life. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you so much, Solinda. Yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful day here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And uh, how's it in your neck of the woods over there? And is it it's Manitoba, right? Uh, Alberta. Alberta. Okay. And how is it there? Nice. It's beautiful. It actually warmed up, and it's not snowing. So. Oh well, then we're lucky, right? <laughs> Feels like spring. Well, this is what we yeah. need. We need good weather, especially right now, mm -hmm. to lift our spirits. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of people out there full of fear. And so uh, hoping that all these things that we're doing um, at no charge to the listener, hopefully it'll help some people discover a little bit more about themselves. And on that note, maybe you can share a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, well, I'm, um, I uh, started in with Akashic Records. Uh, in around 2013, I um, had went through a couple um, relationship issues and uh, stuff like that. And, and uh, I had um, taken and a lot of my past um, up until then was, was involved in the church. Um, I grew up in a Christian church. My, uh, my grandparents and my parents were... Um, very church orientated and and it wasn't a bad life it was it was good the the biggest thing was that the the church didn't supply that their deep level love that I needed within myself mm -hmm. and um you know going through the normal things you know I I did uh, I I, uh, I smoked and I, I did a, you know a few things like that and and of course the church kind of looked down at me and mm -hmm. then I started having uh, issues or not really issues I started to explore my own sexual uh, preferences and stuff and that's mm -hmm. when the church really became okay that's evil you have to you know go through these here courses and and reroute yourself and stuff and. And of course, being a good Christian uh, boy, I uh, did the courses, I did the family um, thing where, where you go through it and the past sins of your family are, are alleviated and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Of course, of course. Talk about judgmental. I mean, it starts right there. It's yeah. um, so accepting of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't help. Right? It didn't. It didn't. It was supposed to my my idea that it, I thought you know I'd do as they told me, and and it would be, you know, I would be cured. <laughs> you uh -huh. know, it's such a way to cure the human soul. You know, not really. <laughs> yes. But uh, 
so then, you know, when, when um, I actually got into a relationship and I, I left the church and, and well, I didn't really leave the church, I, I separated myself out and became my own uh, experience within, you know, my divine love and, uh, and the rest of that. And I had my uh, relationships and then that all broke up. I figured, you know, I'm in the perfect relationship. I, I'm uh, supposed to be for forever love and it didn't happen that way. <laughs> And yes. so I was devastated. So I'm going, there has to be more than life to this. Like, what's going on here? So then, you know, searching, and it just happened that, you know, there was a course um, taught in, in, in the city close to me where, you know, they were they were teaching about how to access your Akashic records. And so I started to, I looked into it a little bit, and I thought, well, you know, it actually sounds kind of boring. <laughs> you know, it's not psychic work, right? It's spiritual work. And I was expecting a psychic uh, twist to it, and there was none. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, once I learned how to access the Akashic Records, the Akashic Records is a soul-level dimension of consciousness. And it reaches into the depths of your soul and accesses that part of unconditional love that, is, that lies within each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And having that connection, all of a sudden I realized what I was searching for in the whole world and in the universe was actually lying within me. Isn't that something? Now, we're going to backtrack just a little bit because I'm sure every person out there listening is probably wondering, now, you know, um, you're going to the church, the family isn't uh, quite happy, the church community isn't quite happy. Um, how did they feel when you jumped into this Akashic Record stuff? <laughs> Well, it was, I'd already distanced myself quite a bit from, um, from the church. So I don't, I don't, didn't really have too much um, connection to them. Mm -hmm. um, my family, of course, like I had my connection with my family and, and uh, some of them were very um, supportive. Some were a little bit hesitant. Others were very hesitant. <laughs> you know, there's a whole range there. Yes. And, and that's understandable because, um, as, as aggressive as people can be about their, their religious viewpoints, they are really trying to protect you. Mm. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to protect me, and I have to love them for that, and I have to give them that credit. It didn't really help me, but, you know, they were doing their best, so, so, so we can give them that much of it, and it kind of takes the sting off it a little bit. Now, I know that it... It, it kind of seems that, as though it came very naturally, instinctively to you. Did it really, or was that a challenge as well, to really come from that place of understanding that, you know, they're just looking out for my best interest, or they're feeling a little fearful, but realistically, it's a different kind of love? You know, it, it's, that's what you grow into, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, if we were born that way, then... Um, we certainly wouldn't need this here whole human experience, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it was a growing into, it was a step-by-step, step. Um, you know, there was times where, you know, I went to bed crying, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, nobody loves me and, and I don't know what I'm doing. And then, um, you know, so that was, sorry, that was, that was kind of like your awakening to, okay, I have to go. It was the, uh, what life presented you was a, a challenge or a struggle that kind of woke you up and said, okay, we're going to go on this 
internal journey now. Exactly. And that's what, uh, and really, um, when we come into this human experience, I've come to learn is that it's really to do that. They were looking at how can we love ourselves, even though I have gone through, you know, I went through the church. How can I love myself even the even though the church won't support me anymore? Right. right. On right. an emotional level, you know, or how can I love myself even though, you know, my family doesn't get me? Yeah. Right, right. So now just for some of the people that are not familiar with the Akashic Records, if you can just explain once again, um, what exactly are the Akashic Records and uh, maybe what can one um, expect to experience or um, when when they go for like an Akashic Records, uh, it uh, healing ceremony is it or how, how is that presented we um yeah it's not really a healing ceremony we don't even really uh describe it as he healing within the akashic records it's um it's connected with the soul the akashic records is a soul level uh dimension so it, it lies within the akashic records and we describe or I like to describe it as the connective tissue between your soul and the divine. So it's that connective tissue where that that lies everything within your soul. It has two two levels or two aspects to it. The one is fixed. So that is like your um, your DNA or your imprint of your soul. You know, we do we do not mess around with that. That there, we can't change. We we it's not evolving. We go into that there that there aspect of it. The second part is evolving, and that would be um, the chronicles of your soul. So it started right from the conception of your soul up until now, and it holds all the lifetimes that you have went through, all the ancestral lines, all that their information lies within the akashic records. And it's evolving because um, as we're as we're living, like even at this moment, the Akashic Records is growing and, and expanding. So, so what we're we're um, experience right here today in the now is um, is being uh, recorded within the Akashic Records. They are vibrational, so it's not like um, you know some some. Uh, Places they, they describe it as a big book that every our whole uh, soul's existence is written down. It's not really a book. It's vibrational. It's uh, it, it's a dimension. So, um, but it's really refined. So every little bit is recorded within that um, because it's soul level. It is. Um, uh, totally self loving. It's divine love that lies within us. And, and because it runs through us, that's the core of our being, is that love. And as we are experiencing life and looking at life, that their love that dwells within us, the love and the light dwells within us, it shines out into the world. Because we have so many uh, things that happen to us and stuff, then some of those are, there's veils and, and uh, filters that get placed in front of us so that it doesn't, 
shine quite as clearly out into the world as what we'd like it to be, right? So when you come from the Akashic Record reading, what we do is we start looking at things that is happening to you right here and now at this very moment. So if you're having a relationship problem, then we'll look at a relationship problem and find out, okay, how does this relationship supporting you? What is going on here that we need to look at so you can move into the relationship more strongly, or maybe you need to move away from it. Right. You know, what's right. going on here? How can we empower you to have a better, a better lifetime, a better experience? Right. And, yeah. and what was your first experience when you went, obviously, uh, you had a positive experience, and that's why uh, you do Akashic Records readings, but um, what was your first experience? What did you feel? What did you know to the core of your truth that this is it? Like, if there you can was, explain that. The first time I, uh, I actually opened up my, well, actually, the first time I opened up my records, I really felt that I wasn't even really in there. You know, okay. You know, it's like I don't know what's going on here. Um, it wasn't though too long before I started to to actually feel the connection, and because the Akashic Records are so level, that it becomes um, very common, like it's a common place. So then, um, but when I went in there and and I felt there was um, and a divine, and I can't even really explain. Um, because it was, it's almost like a spiritual experience of, of divine love. Okay. Unconditional, um, no matter what happens, you are loved. And that's what I thought, that's what I, I had in my mind. That was, you know, a God, you know, that was a God's love, right? And here was lying within me. And that's what I felt for, and it was only for really a brief moment. Um, but it had a huge impact on me. And it was through that experience that I started to really search and, and explore, okay, what's going on here? How can, I, how can I work into this here feeling and have this support within my life um, consistently every day, not just one brief um, fleeting moment. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so then I started really studying them. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my understanding of the Akashic Records are it's like a library of all the past lives that you've had. And so you go into here and you can go look at certain things that never made sense to you. And all of a sudden now you can put a finger on, okay, I had this particular life experience in this particular realm or in this particular um, lifetime and now I can deal with it so that is not the true Akashic records that you are speaking of that is well it's very similar um, what we do is um, everything that we take on um, at this moment in time at one time it was a good idea we took it on for a positive um, for a positive reading reason right we don't take on anything that's going to harm us it would be bad for us you know because we you know the akashic consumption is we always do our very best if we had a better idea we would have did that but this is the idea that we had at this moment so you know you come in here and um, you know you were to come to for a reading and say you were having a problem with um you know weight you know um i i just can't seem to lose weight 
and uh, no matter what I do. So then, you know, we go in and we ask, okay, we open up your Akashic records and we ask, um, what is going on here? Why, why it, was it such a good idea for you to, to hold on to this weight? And what is going to happen is we're going to ask, you know, when was it a good idea? And they're going to show us, okay, when was this a good idea? Now, it could have come from um, a past life where maybe you had um, went through great poverty and starvation and all of a sudden it was, you decided in that lifetime, it was a good idea to put on weight to, to help me maintain. You know, when the food is available, you whipped her in and, and put on the weight. So it could have been that. It could have been that um, it was an ancestral problem. You know, uh, uh, one of your ancestors went through and, and guaranteed, you know, one of your ancestors has went through a great depression and food was very scarce. So then all of a sudden, it's a good idea to hold on to, to put as much weight on as you can and to hold it because it's going to become a time. So it come through uh, an ancestral line. It could be, and, and it's kind of interesting, um, I had one case where, you know, a very similar where, you know, someone was having a problem with weight. And it was, they had, um, when we asked when it was a good idea, it was when they were born, their mother couldn't produce the milk and she was brand new. She didn't know what she was doing. So the poor baby was, um, you know, literally starving to death, malnutrition, and the mother didn't know because she wasn't producing the milk. And it was at that moment that baby in this lifetime decided, I'm going to eat as much as I can when I can because yeah. I don't want to starve to death, right? Yes. So yes. we don't go into the Akashic Records and ask, you know, what's going on about uh, past life because, you know, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't a past life at all that it was affecting us. It was, we, we allow them to show us where, where, the, where to go for that. And, and, so, and so when it comes to... to um, helping someone deal with trauma or deal with a certain addictive behavior, um, you would walk them through to the Akashic Records and explore and then come back being able to work on whatever that is. Well, what happens, yeah, we, um, like, I, I, do, I, do the, I do the exploring for them and then I describe what I'm getting, right, as a reader. Um, what happens is, when um, we get back to the point where it was a good idea for them to take it on, then all of a sudden um, there is an acceptance to it. Of course I did that. Of course I'm putting on weight because I was starving to death when I was a baby. Or of course I'm doing this because my, my ancestors taught me to do that. It was a good idea. It was to, to, to uh, keep us safe and uh, to secure our lineage, right? So by doing that, all of a sudden, we take the energy off it, right? I see. Okay. So instead of going, oh, my God, I need to lose weight. It's like, of course, I could put weight on uh, because it was such a good idea. Right. And by doing that, all of a sudden, you know, it's much easier to go, okay, well, I only need one little helping. I don't need, you know, that second big helping. Or So it takes the energy off that there. Because you know, the more you focus negatively on something, the more it's like crazy glue and it sticks to you. 
of course of course so so that's what we do and we shift the perspective over into it's okay and then you can go uh, move into that perspective and so you become a conduit as well. So say if you're doing an Akashic record reading uh, distant, uh, at a distance like uh, Reiki, I'm a Reiki master and a Seiking practitioner myself, uh, you would then become a conduit and, be, and do a reading for someone on, on their behalf. Is that what happens? Yeah, I would um, like we would we'd be just like we are here. I do, um, like the, the method I use is uh, Dr. Linda Howell's um, pathway prayer process. It is um, to the heart of the Akashic Records. Um, that, um, so we say the prayer, we open up your records and that their prayer, it seats us deliberately and consciously into your records, you know, uh, and we do that by using your legal name to make sure we're in your records and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, then for me as a practitioner, you know, you're, you're talking to me. And as you're talking about your story and what's going on in your life, what is um, really evident and true gets empowered. What isn't, um, what isn't true or what isn't empowered, um, the energy is taken off and it falls away. So then we're really, what happens is we're really looking at the core issue of of exactly what's going on. And then we start exploring, okay, when was this a good idea? Right, and then I can, um, as a practitioner, I look at seeing uh, what's going on. We shift that perspective over to a new one. And then after the records are closed, uh, you can grow into that perspective. There's a growing period into it. So. Right. Right. Well, that's great. And I know that uh, you uh, travel and you teach and you've got four different workshops. Maybe you can share mm -hmm. with us what those uh, particular four workshops are about. Um, the, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an elite uh, certified teacher through um, Dr. Linda Howe. Um, there is, I'm really proud to say that I, I am the only elite certified teacher in Canada. There is uh, only actually 10 in, in the world of us that have that status. So um, the last uh, three years I have worked um, uh, on Linda's team teaching on uh, or helping her with uh, on the team on the online courses. So um, that was really exciting. The first two courses that I teach, and they're all based on um, Dr. Linda Howe's uh, books, How to Read the Akashic Records is the first one. Um, that one, we, we uh, teach how to access the Akashic Records. So it's a weekend course and it goes, um, we uh, teach you how to open up your own Akashic Records, how to open up the records of other people so you can do readings for other people and how to open up the records of non-humans. And- oh. So uh, like animals? Yeah, like animals, uh, crystals, um, houses, businesses. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, stuff like that. Not okay. uh, human, like here on Earth. It's an earthly uh, realm, so we, we, it's only uh, earthly things. But yeah, we open up sacred places, another one. If you're really good, uh, like if you're a, a real estate agent and you really love houses, you'd probably be really good at opening up the records of houses. 
you know, and, and finding out about what's going on with the house and how to, you know, what, what kind of family wants to go into the house or, you know, if you're really good with animals, then probably you'd be really good at opening up the records of an animal. And wow. uh, there's all kinds of neat stories there. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's the first course that we teach. The second one is uh, the second half of the book, and it's an orange book. Um, and that theorem goes into energy healing in the Akashic Records, ancestral uh, clearing, and uh, past lives, reconciling past lives. And uh, so, so in that course, we find out how to work in, work in the records with those three, uh, three uh, sections of it. Okay, so the first one is read the Akashic Records Practitioner's Certification. Yeah. And then the second one is the Advanced Practitioner Certification. Advanced Practitioner Certification. And those two are specifically on working within the Akashic Records. That's the how-tos and, and um, you know, the technical ins and outs. And not that it's terribly technical, but... You know, there's always help because it's um, a soul level dimension. Um, lots of people have problems. You know, am I really getting anything because, you know, I already know this, you know, and it's like, well, of course you already know it because it's your soul. You know, this is confirming what you know. So, right. so we help them with that, that, that help. So that's the technical. The second one is the blue book, Healing Through the Akashic Records. And that there, when we start looking at uh, the inward uh, problems that we face, all our sacred wounds, because we're humans, we all have, you know, stuff happens, right? Um, we're human, and we come to this here earth to have this human experience, and, and uh, my goodness, we get it, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. So we go through all this stuff, and there is all kinds of issues with uh, self-abandonment. You know, that, that, that's huge. Uh, um, and, and the realization with self-abandonment, the big thing is, it doesn't matter whether it was really true or not. As long as we believed it to be true, then it's true to us. So that would be like if you come up, if you run up to your mother when she was baking, um, wanting her to look at something and she tells you to get away because um, she's busy right now. And the reality is she's telling you to get away because she doesn't want you to get burnt or, you know, she can't deal with it right now. And you take it as she really wants me to get, a, get away. And you, right. step, you step outside yourself. So we start looking at situations like that and, and bring ourselves back into who we are, uh, connecting in with our own soul. Um, moving into, um, you know, connecting in with our intuition you know, who, who are intuitive. So, so um, self-abandonment um, or resentments, you know, um, the resentments of other people, you know, um, we've been always taught through so much time that uh, resentments are evil and we're horrible for doing that. But the reality is a resentment is actually like, um, like going into shock when you, when you um, get hurt. It puts a barrier, it puts a padding there that we can step back and say, okay, I need to heal myself first and then I can deal with you. Right. The problem that we have lots of times is we get very comfortable within that resentment and we, we hold on to it. So we learn how to let go of resentments. Um, unconditional love. 
for ourselves. You know, another huge, uh, big one where where we look at uh, how, how, how do we attract that into ourselves. So we do a lot of really heavy inside spiritual work. Nice. And then at the end of that course, we, we look at uh, something called the Ascension Matrix that lies within each and every one of us. And that deals with, um, you know, grace, generosity, and gratitude. And, and there's the three pillars. And we can step into this here matrix with um, any kind of situation that we have to propel us over and above ourselves so that we can have a, um, an ascended look at it, uh, uh, be ascended above it, right? Um, so that's another tool that we can have within our-, so our grace, generosity, and- Gratitude. And gratitude. Gratitude. Those are all, those are all big, the big G's. Yeah, those are the big G's. And, and they're all very, like there, there is actually momentum and buoyancy to them. Right, so we learn all about that and how to actually step into that and, and really empower ourselves. And you don't have to be in your Akashic Records to activate the matrix. Hmm. So, and this is which matrix? Sorry, I know that you had- The Ascension uh, Matrix. Sorry? The Ascension Matrix. The Ascension Matrix. Now, is that a part of the healing through the Akashic Records or is that the discover your soul's destiny? No, that's the healing. You're, we're, okay, so that's yeah, the healing. Okay, the healing. Yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty heavy one. Now, each of these yeah. here, Kevin, are they okay? So the, I, I understand that the how to read the Akashic Records uh, certification or for the practitioner is a, a weekend workshop. Mm-hmm. And then you go away and you practice this again for anyone that's out there that's listening. Uh, this is your opportunity um, to do a weekend workshop, become a practitioner. And then at what point would you take or would you uh, advise someone to take the advanced practitioner's certification? You know, you, there is no, uh, we don't have no levels. You can jump in and take the healing course as your first course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Any course that you want to take, you can take um, at any time. What I found that, and that's that's what uh, Dr. Linda Howe, she has set it up this way, that um, if you're if you're drawn to a course, you're meant to take that course. And and each course we take, uh, there's always an introduction on how to open the Akashic Records, and we do lots and lots of work within them. So it, when you come to the course, we're actually doing work within your Akashic Records. We're actually, you're doing the work yourself. I'm not. You know, you'll open up your records, and I'll lead you through the whole process. There's exercises that we go through. Um, so you can take the, the healing course, or you can take even the, the soul's path, discover, discover your soul's path first, and then take the beginning course or that kind of thing. Okay. You know, I, would, I would recommend, like I really encourage everybody to take them all because they're all so empowering. But Right, the, and, and there's no, you don't, there's no real, um, need to say okay these are the different levels and they go in this chronological order no it's whatever you're drawn to so if you're a healer out there and i know that you offer a one-day healing workshop for light workers as well yeah that was um that was something that's not a certification course that was just one that uh, i kind of developed on the concepts that i've learned from uh, 
from uh, Linda Ho. And that is really just looking into, you know, what really is a light worker? What do we, um, what is our purpose? I feel that there's so many, there's so many misconceptions of what a light worker is and what they're supposed to do. And the purpose of a light worker should not um, deflate you or, um, or leave you weak and um, unenergized. You know, as a light worker, you should be energized. You should be, you, you, you should be able to, to shine your light out into the world and feel empowered by it. It shouldn't be disempowering. And, and we've been told. Or depleting. Yeah, there's a lot of people that feel depleted as as a, a light worker or a healer, and so that is not. That's not that, right. That's not, that's not right. Yeah, and that's where you know that's part of your and again like your your soul's path. Discover your soul's path. That's another one that uh, that's the last course, and when you're on your soul's path, you should be empowered. If you're if you're a light worker and you're on your on a light worker's path. It should empower you. It should make you happy. You should be excited to get on there. You shouldn't be waking up in the morning going, "Oh God, I got to go out there and I'm going to be a light worker again." And you know, I'm so tired, right? No, you should be excited, you know. And and that's what uh, it's really keeping your own power within. Is it was uh, their light workers uh, course. The yeah, and that, that's what the the discover your soul's path. That there, so the, the healing course is really going within. Once you become um, spiritually enlightened, and that's what Dr. Linda Howe, she had discovered that she thought after the healing course, well, I did all this here work within. Now I can sit in my easy chair and uh, be great and spiritual. And she all of a sudden realized that she's out in the world and she's overwhelmed, <laughs> right? So that's where she started doing this here work with Discovery Soul's Path. And, and uh, that there, and then we look at um, incarnation. You know, what is our incarnation all about? We really did come into this here incarnation very deliberately. We yes. chose to come here. So it should be empowering to you. you um, and if uh, you're having problems with your incarnation, then you're not gonna be able to shine your light out through, through into the world. You're gonna hold it in because you're not happy about it, right? Discipline. Um, or sorry, authority. Um, if you have uh, issues with authority, um, you won't be a good authority figure. Like if you feel that an authority authority is bad, you cannot be good. If your parents were really super bad and, and they were horrible parents, you will not allow yourself to be a good parent. Because you're not yourself yes. to be, right? And yes. the problem also with the authority is, am I will, authority on, on the surface is, uh, or on the, on the truth of authority, is that it's pure and perfect. Authority is pure and perfect, it's, it's divine, right? Am I willing to take perfect authority through imperfect vessels, hmm. right? Mind blowing, you know, um, so we look at that. Then discipline. Uh, discipline is what holds us steady to be able to to move out into the world. Discipline. We've been uh, we've been uh, misconceived about. Um, you know, we've been taught that uh, we are being disciplined is a punishment. They're two totally different things. They're not. Discipline isn't punishment. It is something within that supports us and holds us steady, so that the life force can flow through us. 
right? right? So when we look at our misconceptions on discipline, um, responsibilities, what are true responsibilities and false responsibilities? And then the last one is commitments. And that is all a part of the healing one. That's all part, that's the, that's the fourth course, the discover your soul's path. Right. And once you have all these five, uh, this is called the, the five pointed star that dwells within us. Once we have those all clear, then we can step out into the world more securely and, and confidently and our light can shine through there. Right. Are they ever, are they ever going to be perfect? Probably not. Right. Well, everything's always moving and evolving yeah. and changing. Right. And that's yeah. just the, that's just the way it is. And um, now having done so many um, readings all over the planet, um, is there any one that you're able to share with us, which still kind of sits there with you and, and, you know, you can always look back at this and say, wow, that was incredible. Um, the most amazing one that I feel, well, actually they're all like, they all at the time when I do it and, and stuff is like, oh my gosh, because you fall in love with the person. Like, you know, I love people. So then it's very easy to, you, you step into the, into that realm and there's such unconditional love. It's like, oh my God, they're so good. You know, they, this is the perfect person. There's one, um, one poor lady, she had went through this horrible um, relationship. Um, and it was really tight and, and it was abusive and it was not good at all. And uh, he actually died and she got remarried and she thought this was gonna be the perfect chance to get into a perfect relationship that she thought she was getting into. And it turned out to be the same thing. This happened, uh, she was in three relationships and all three were exactly the same. And she was still in the third one when she came for the reading. And, um, and by now she's like in her seventies. And so we did a reading and um, she's telling me her story and, and right away I'm picking up this self-abandonment. What's going, you know, something happened in your early childhood. What was going on there? And uh, she says, oh no, I had a wonderful childhood. And it's like, well, no, you know, there's something there, you know, you know, uh, this, you know, what have, what was going on in your childhood? And it turned out her mother had, um, had um, extreme uh, depression, uh, postnatal depression. Okay. And after her fourth brother was born, um, she went into this here deep depression and she literally spent the next nine years in bed. Oh my. And because this here girl was the oldest, she was the oldest girl, she would get up in the morning, get all the kids, her brothers all ready for school. And, uh, you know, even, even when the baby was young, she would make sure there was bottles for the baby and, and all the mother had to do was, and she'd take it all into her bedroom and she would feed the baby. And, and this became very normal for her. And she went through her whole life and she was looking after it. But at that point, what she didn't realize is she stepped out of her, her inner child and became the adult in the family because her father was a traveling salesman and he wasn't at home. Mm. Right? So she had to step up and she loved it. But because she stepped out of her, out of, uh, that, um, out of herself, in, out of that childhood, she never stepped back in and she was always looking for people that... Um, or support in the family that she could totally look after. And because 
there was no support there. That's the that's the type of she found these abusive people that, you know, they loved her, right? <laughs> to because she did everything. It was um, at that moment, you know, and I said to her, you know, that's not normal. You have to, um, we have to look at getting you back into getting that back, inner child back into where she belongs. And so we did a little bit of work there, and uh, I'd given her. Um, I got some guidance on what her next steps would have to be or what should be to, to move closer to that. And it was about a month later, she said, I have found so much love with, and peace within myself. I've been going for counseling for 50 years. Oh and my. I've never felt, felt so good in all my life than that one little reading. And by, by experiencing that, it's like, it's empowering, like, you know, this works. <laughs> like that's gonna, it does. And there is so many, there is so many stories that, that I've went through, you know, some are, you know, they're not usually quite that dramatic, but uh, there's pretty dramatic, you know, things, things shift and, and it's just something so, so calm and um, unnoticeable. Right. It, it was there the whole time, but uh, we just had to shine the light on it. We had to shine that chaotic, undivine, unconditional love on that poor little girl that was hidden deep inside her to have her come back out. And, and wow. yeah, that was an amazing, like it was an amazing, it so gives me goosebumps. Of course it does. And I love, I love that. I love that story. Um, now, how long is the session and what do you charge for a session? A church, um, my sessions are $140. They are an hour long. Um, and what we do, we, we meet like just on, I actually do Zoom meetings or we'll, we can do a phone meeting. Um, or or uh, like if you happen to be here in town, I'll do them with you. Or if I'm in your town, um, we can do it that way. Um, you can go on to, um, on my uh, website, uh, uh, heartandsoulhealing.ca. Um, there's a can little. Can you repeat there. that just for someone who's listening? They may uh, need you to slow that down <laughs> a little bit. Okay, it's heart and soul healing, and it's um, A and D, not the symbol. It's uh, heart and soul healing.ca. Perfect, and, and I will um, put it on the podcast at the bottom, and I also will uh, make sure that's also on the YouTube uh, um, uh, brief uh, description as well. So we'll make sure Kevin's uh, website is on there. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Go uh, ahead. So, and on, and on the website, there's a little tab there where you can book a reading, on, and there's actually a page there that describes the readings and the casual records and stuff like that. Uh, on there, I also post all my classes. Needless to say, with all the in-person classes now, they've all been canceled. Um, and up until this moment, we, we were not allowed to uh, teach online. But because of the COVID-19 um, thing, then Linda has actually opened it up so we can teach online. So I have, um, I have actually a beginning course coming up here in April. Uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th, where I'll be doing an online course. 
Okay, so if you could, can you tell us a little bit about that uh, course that you have on the 17th, 18th, and 19th? That'll be the, they'll be uh, learn to uh, read the Akashic Records um, certification practitioners um, course, the beginning, and that's where, you know, we'll go over how to open up your records, how to open up the records of other people, and how to open up the records of non-humans. And all using uh, Linda Howell's um, uh, pathway prayer process to use the heart of the Akashic Records. Um, what else? And then in May, I'll be doing uh, an online course for um, the advanced one. And I haven't secured the date yet for sure, but it'll be um, probably the third weekend in, in, in May. We'll be doing that one. Well, that's um, awesome. Those two courses are coming up. So one is uh, very soon. Uh, and that, again, that's uh, April the 17th, 18th, and 19th, if you want to mm -hmm. do the workshop uh, remotely. And of course, uh, May 3rd weekend, uh, but you'll get more details on Kevin's website yeah. if you want to do the advanced. Yeah. And the same with, I have, um, if you, you can have a page on um, Facebook, if you're a Facebook fan, um, it's the Heart and Soul Healing uh, page on there. On Facebook as well. So, um, and, and, and that's a public page. Yeah, that's public. You can go on to that. And um, anybody that takes my courses, I, um, I actually have a support uh, Facebook group that we, um, everybody can join. There is, we do um, Zoom meetings and all kinds of stuff like, uh, I know some, uh, I, I really encourage people to, to stay in contact with me. And if they have problems, you know, I have no problem helping people through that. Uh, um, the other thing I should, I should mention too with the Akashic Records, it's not psychic. It's, it's a spiritual uh, dimension. So you do not have to have any psychic abilities. Um, you don't even have to believe in it. And, and you, it is something that'll just start, uh, uh, you know, developing and you'll be able to tap into your sixth sense. Yeah, it'll come, you, 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 you will intuitively know. Um, there's like 85% of people have annoying, you know, it'll just be annoying that comes through to you. So, you know, it'd be kind of like your, your grandmother when she bakes a, uh, an apple pie, you know, you think about it and you can smell it, you can taste it. It's like, it's there, right? That's, that's your, your inner knowing. And that's what most people have is that inner knowing. And, and even if you don't believe uh, fully in it, you'll still have it. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Well, this is, this is absolutely incredible because, uh, you know, I mean, you have uh, zero excuse uh, at this point in time. Uh, what the planet is going through and uh, Kevin and uh, Linda's incredible work uh, that you can do online in the comfort of your home. And um, I mean, I have no complaints of what's happening. <laughs> you know, I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful opportunity because uh, you probably would be looking and thinking to yourself, well, I don't know where I can commit a whole weekend to doing something. Well, now you can, mm -hmm. because you can do yeah. these things remotely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before uh, 
we say uh, thank you to our listeners? I think, um, you know, I feel, you know, at some point, um, everybody should learn how to, how to access their own Akashic records. It, it's a dimension of unconditional love and support. And so, like, even going through this whole, this whole uh, thing that we're going through now, the fear, the anxieties and stuff like that, you can actually go into your Akashic records and find out, okay, what's going on here? How can I shift that and be more comfortable within myself? So, you know, I would really encourage people to, to sit back and, and really enjoy this time. This is, this is a spiritual growth time. It's unprecedented. You're never going to happen. Or this is never going to happen again, right, in our lifetime. Or at least I hope it doesn't happen again. Like, it, it, as a traumatic experience as it is on the outside, on a personal inward level, you can go in on a spiritual level and go, oh my gosh, I have time to sit and really meditate. You know, how many times do we want to just take that, you know, have those moments to sit and, and be with ourselves and connect? And, you know, it's good. It's a good, it's a good time. Um, yeah. Quit um, looking at all the negative. And, you know, and you know what? No excuses. There's yeah. zero excuses and all the opportunities. So yeah, thank you. Thank well, you thank for you so that. Much. Yeah. This was um, brilliant well, well, power. Yes, well, and I'm, I, I know I'm getting a bit of a little buzz in here because the internet connection for whatever reason is a little bit fuzzy on my end as well. So I yeah. thank you so much for joining us. We'll definitely have you back on and maybe at some point we can get Linda on with you and we can have a three-way conversation, which would be really incredible, but we'll try to arrange that for, for another day. Sounds good. Yeah. And so thank you so much to our listeners. Uh, and once again, I'm Solyndra Buller, your host from Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. We look forward to you sharing this particular segment. And please stop by again. Have a great evening. Thank you again. Thank you.